You're watching Meet the Movie Press, and coming up, we're going to be talking about Venom, Chaos Walking, Tim Miller doing a Neuromancer movie, Blade Runner being rated R, and so much more. Stay tuned. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Meet the Movie Press. Good Good morning, Simon. Let me just finish my tweets. How are you? You all right? Yeah, yeah, I'm finishing my own tweets. Okay. I'm not the only one finishing up tweets. Look at me over finishing. Here. I'll, I'll, I'll probably finish first, as my, you uh, are watching as my the... wife will tell you. <laughs> oh, oh, Bazinga. Um, <laughs> Sorry. You guys are watching Meet the Movie Press. I am your loyal host, Jeff Snyder, editor in chief of the tracking board, tracking boardcom You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at, at the Insnyder. And with me, as always, uh, is Simon Thompson. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Shoby Simon. And there's a Facebook page. Uh, this is Simon Thompson. Guys, like that Facebook page because there's all kinds of goodies that Simon puts out on that platform. All kinds of stuff pops up there. That's just reminding me to write something down. Remember when those nude something. photos of you leaked? That yeah, was I'm really sorry awkward. about that. Yeah, I still liked it. You though. can zoom in though and I see still it. Gave it was it a like. It just took a lot um, of where do you want to start this week, big guy? Um, okay, should we start off with some Star Wars stuff? If you insist. Okay. I'm sorry, Mom. Yeah, there's a lot of it around. There's there's probably two movies, two franchises that have really kind of... A lot of stories have come out, because obviously the directors are doing uh, the rounds. Um, let's st- talk about Star Wars first of all. Um, something that probably will upset Disney a little bit. <laughs> because let me get the wording, because I don't want to get sued. Um, I, Ryan Johnson... Um, who's obviously the director of uh, The Last Jedi. Uh, people have been tweeting at him because there's been quite a lot of stuff coming out about The Last Jedi. There was an Entertainment Weekly um, photos this the week. The machine is revving up. Yes, it really is. Sort of Don't going look at Han Solo it's, over it's, here. It's coming Don't out. Don't look at Han Solo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but look at this really cute creature that we want to right. sell a lot of <laughs> right. this Porgs, Christmas. Porgs, will be available in September. Um, yeah, so basically people are going, uh, I'm kind of seeing a lot of stuff right now that I don't really want to see. So Ryan Johnson tweeted, uh, more stuff is coming. That's the nature of the beast. But I fully endorse avoiding everything you can from now until December. Now! I don't think the mouse, who will be spending a lot of money on this, advertising it from cereal (laughs) packets to tampons and beyond, um, are going to be very happy with that. Uh, Um, Hey, lots of advertising. Ignore it. Ultimately, how many how many people are following Ryan Johnson? Does, does it say uh, three hundred seventy seven thousand people? Okay, that's a who fair. Who are probably all going to buy a ticket regardless? Right. So if three hundred seventy seven thousand people don't, let's just say they're yeah. like now now the movie's just off their radar completely. Well, it, it's, that's it's, only three or four million dollars. It, it always amazing. Obviously, when you you've got a juggernaut like Star Wars, you you have to advertise the crap out of it. But also. When you've got a juggernaut like Star Wars, you don't have to advertise the crap out of it. Because yeah, I get what you're saying there. You're not, you're not, it people sells who itself. are not going to go and see itself. the Star Wars movies are not going to go and see it anymore there was a big There was a big dip, though, from Force Awakens to Rogue One, yeah. and they want to see that come back up uh, with Episode Eight, obviously. Um, yeah, I can't really blame a filmmaker for 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 saying something like this. It's obviously tongue in cheek. He, I don't think yeah. he believes like all the people who are being paid million dollar salaries in the marketing department at Disney. You know <laughs> that what they do is uh, irrelevant uh, or shouldn't be paid attention to. No, absolutely. And it's you know as you say, it's it's coming ready or not. Um, but yeah, I just think that was kind of uh, interesting. Um, but yeah, so let me just finish three cent. Uh, also this week. Um, 
Uh, there was the Ryan Johnson stuff, and then there was the story as well. Uh, I assume Ryan's been doing some early interviews and, and things like that for um, uh, for the film. I know obviously there was some stuff in Entertainment Weekly. If you see the magazine, if you're if you don't get it in in other territories, it's the, kind it's, of the, one of the big entertainment. It's magazines. the official it's the official magazine of Star Wars. Yeah, they tend to go with pretty much everything on there. Um, also, talk about um, Luke Skywalker. A lot of people are saying what happened at the end of. Um, Force Awakens, where Luke was on the island and Ray turns up, um, and you know theories about why Luke was in the cave and how he got there, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but also, there was a story that came out this week. Apparently, Luke thought that Kylo Ren was the chosen one, but Ray's story may reveal otherwise. Now, uh, now I'm call me Captain Spoiler here, but Kylo Ren and Ray are going to be brother and sister, right? Uh, I would assume so. I, this is the only way that it can go. Otherwise, the whole thing, like people getting upset about it and Carrie Fisher and you know Leia and all. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's like I just don't care to invest any energy in Star Wars theories. I'm just gonna like show up when it's time. But I think I think it's kind of a given. I, I mean, I would assume that's the whole. That's where we're going with this journey, right? Yeah. I yes, yes. That is a fair assumption. Absolutely. Cool. Okay. Um, I I just I, I don't know why people are so intent on solving a mystery like why don't you just wait and let the movie solve it for you well yeah i mean i i don't i don't understand why, why i mean i get why fans want to come up with ideas yeah my whole like job this, is like, solving mysteries but spoil it it's like reading the end of a book and then reading the story nobody can keep like, anything to themselves anymore yeah that's the uh you know that's the nature of the beast as ryan said yeah it's like searching for your presence on christmas what, what else you got uh okay let's talk about the other big franchise that has thrown up a lot of uh stories today or certainly the director in the franchise james cameron okay uh apparently in terminator 6 can't wait for that says no one um is going to explain why terminators uh look like arnie now they don't all look like arnie as we've right. seen. Some look like Robert Patrick. Some of them some are women. Like, right. <laughs> some of them are Asian. Who, who is the woman in, in Rise of the Machines? I can't even remember now. Uh, Christa, uh, Logan? 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 Is that it? Yeah. I watched, that, came on, that came on uh, cable the other day. Uh, the, not the Deadpool character. The TV networks. Yeah. Um, and uh, the film starts out with her driving through LA. And she's trying to connect to the internet. So she does it like by making the sound of dial-up. <laughs> into her, into her huge cell phone. Yeah, like, that movie will not age well. Well, no, it hasn't aged well. But also, a lot of the people watching it now are going, "What? What is that?" Because they I'm won't. Sure. They won't remember dial-up internet, uh, which is strange. I don't, I don't know how many people are tuning in for that movie to begin with. Well, there's, there's these her. days. <laughs> but yeah, I just I'm I'm assuming if we know if we find out why the Terminators look like Arnie, he's going to play. A scientist. This is another thing where it's like uh, th- this is not I- ideal and hard news, dude. I don't. Well, I don't know what this, this is. is stuff I don't know what the story are talking is about on Twitter. But yeah, I don't give a shit what we'll people get are to th- the hard news. I, later. I know. I know. I'm just saying. 
with Terminator, it's like it's been years of talk. The, the only thing that was interesting to me is the yeah. news that they are working on a writer's room for Terminator right now. Really? That was in the Tim Miller Neuromancer story that Tim Miller is overseeing essentially a writer's room yeah. uh, over at Paramount and Skydance for this. And I didn't. I also didn't realize that it was at Paramount and Skydance for sure. Mm. I thought the rights were reverting back to Cameron, which would allow him to take it anywhere. Well, that's but, what I thought as well. Yeah. But. So, like, that's the shit I'm interested in talking about, not about why the Terminators look like Arnold Schwarzenegger in the future. Like, that's, like, it's, that's the difference between fans on Twitter and us who are professionals. Yeah, but people are still talking about it. So, yeah. if they're talking about it, we well, talk But about I think we need to discourage people from talking about certain things because it's just a waste of breath. That's, that's impossible. No, we, we, just... we can influence the conversation here. People want to know. People are interested in this stuff. If you're in, okay, I'm going to watch the chat. If you're interested in this, let me know. If you're not interested in it, if that kind of stuff, let me know in the chat. And we won't I, talk I think about it's a difference anymore. of like, are you interested in the kinds of like stories built around? Well, so and so says this, and so and so says that, and the truth is, no one knows jack fucking shit because so and so, whoever mm. like was saying it, they're not in the writers' room, are they? I don't know. No, I don't think oh, so. Okay, I'm just saying. I don't know. Fan stuff, man. Fan stuff. Blog yeah, stuff. Well, fans watch this show. So that's, we, we, we just got to. Uh, that's kind of. There, there is, there is some, the audience. Some breaking news. Okay. Uh, not not movie news, but Gypsy got canceled at Netflix. Oh. The Naomi Watts series. Did mm. you watch that? Uh, I have not watched it. Neither have I. I did not read a lot of good things about it, though. It's funny. We are. Ed, du- I, I actually spoke yesterday with Ed Douglas, who's going to write something for the tracking board about Naomi Watts. Okay. Uh, he used to do these career therapy. Yeah. Uh, this column that Ed used to have, um, and I think he's going to bring that back for the site. And I think we're going to start with Naomi Watts, and I think this is an amazing news hook to do it with. Um, let's move on to the next story. Okay. Let's cool. stick with Tim Miller. Okay. Would you, did you now? Are you familiar with the book Neuromancer? No, not even slightly. You never heard of it. I'm, I've heard of it, but okay. I'm not familiar with it. Yeah, yeah, I, I never read it either, and honestly, trying to figure out, like, the, the log line seemed very kind of convoluted, but I guess if someone did a log line for The Matrix mm. before we all saw it, it would have been like, what What? What are you talking about? A red pill? A blue pill? Um, so Neuromancer, one of the classic cyberpunk stories, Tim Miller's going to be taking it on uh, as he waits for Terminator to be ready. I think Neuromancer is way down the line. It doesn't have a writer. Um are you excited to see what Tim Miller could do with a big sort of cyberpunk Matrix-ish movie, or...? Kind of. I, it doesn't... I mean, unless... It, for me, I think that kind of thing, it, it really... It, it excites me or interests me when you find out who is going to be in it or who who's the gonna director's going to be. You know, that... Because at the moment, it's like there are a lot of ideas that, that are great ideas, but don't really... Either don't get a good cast or, and turn out to be not good movies or not good directors. So, I mean, I like the idea and I like the way that you it's like, going. You really like Deadpool, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Um, I'd be interested to see what, you know, what can happen with it. But I'd, I'd like to... I don't know. I'm, I mean, well, not, it's it, it's clear that Fox is eager to stay in business with this guy, though. Yeah, no, absolutely. They want. I mean, I'm not. Busy. I'm not surprised because I mean, his, you know, his films are good, and Deadpool did very, very well for Fox. And well, if you can have a sprinkle of what he brought to that on a new project, especially when you're trying to 
take something potentially new, which could potentially turn into a franchise. That's it, the thing. I, I the think table. something like Neuromancer is basically in a race with something like Snow Crash, and I'm not exactly 100% sure how the two are, are, are different. Mm. I just know that they are both classic cyberpunk adaptations, and, and whichever one sort of gets to the screen first, I think is going to have a big advantage. Like, yeah. There's going to be benefits to that. Um, God, Snow Crash has been in development for ages. Um, yeah. I mean, that, that's a, that's another case in point. It's like sometimes these things, they do sit there and they're kind of in gestation for a while and they don't really kind of work. I mean, I there have been quite a few hits and misses over the years with this this kind of thing um, when you start going, you know, a bit matrixy. Um, that kind of, th- this kind of tech ma- matrixy kind of stuff doesn't always work. No, but I don't know. Tim Miller seems like a guy who's sort of ahead of the curve a little bit, yeah. especially now that he's sort of teaming up with Cameron. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I don't know. I think it could be pretty cool, Neuromancer. Yeah, it could be really interesting. Could um, be really interesting. Listen, it's better than Barbie and half the other uh, franchise shit that's in development around town. Yeah, Bar- Barbie is something that really does not excite me. Um. Well, it's not supposed it's... to excite you or I, you know. Well, Do- it's professionals. <laughs> You know, it's not just about the fans; it's about the professionals as well. Right, I a forgot. wise man I recently said I, uh, he was very wise. Yes. Uh, let's talk about Riz Ahmed. Yes. Um, so Justin Kroll over at Variety, yeah, broke this story about uh, Riz Ahmed being in talks to join Venom, starring mm-hmm. Tom Hardy. This movie is in this is it in the spider-man universe but it's but it well, doesn't feature spider-man yeah it's, i mean the, the message has there's, been, there's been very a lot of mixed messages this week yeah so i think sony do need to put something out there that is clear on it they don't have to give too much more away right but i think they just have to be very clear on where this sits and everything because again you know he's talking earlier about fans a lot of people are kind of making assumptions or putting what they would like to see onto it and you know what we do know at the moment is obviously Tom Hardy is in it. Riz Ahmed is signed up or is in, talks, is in yeah. talks to do it. Um, and it looks like he could be Carnage. That's what it sounds like to but me. But there was also this week when there was someone, I can't remember which outlet it was, was like they joined Tom Hardy in Venom. And I'm like, well... Tom Holland, you mean? Tom Holland, yeah. Sorry. Um, That's just a, probably a typo, honestly. It was, just, but there has been, you know, there hasn't been clarification that this. Well, there's been mixed communication about no, I, whether this will I, or will not. Yes, on on that front, yes. Yeah, but I think someone writing Tom Holland instead of Tom Hardy is just an honest mistake. Uh-huh. I don't understand. What do you think is behind it? That someone I, thought Tom Tom has inside information. Venom, Venom is that obviously is going to be in within it? the Spider-Man universe. You don't think that that's. Anything more than just a coincidence, like the Tom H's? Like, you think that's? I think. I mean, it, we don't know whether Spider-Man is going to be having anything at all to do with this, and where it's going to. Fit I don't into think that else. he. I don't think that he is. And as of right now, he's certainly not in it. So anyone who wrote Tom Holland was just making an error. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, okay. So. <sighs> I think that this role is Carnage. I think it's going to... I don't know how it's going to be treated, if it's going to be treated like a reveal in the film, if he's going to be playing a different character, mm. and then all of a sudden at the end gets infected with the whatever thing that... The symbiote that is Carnage. I don't know what the fuck Carnage is. I don't know my comic books well enough to have this discussion. But 
I got it. Like I had a source after I wrote my story and mm. after, you know, it, all the trades had sort of said, you know, we've heard it's carnage, but sources are saying it's not carnage. I had a source who would kind of be in the position to know. And he was like, by the way, Riz is playing carnage, bro. Um, and I, and I, and I trust that source. Of course, could they have changed the script since he last saw it? Yeah. Um, but I do know that they were looking for Carnage for, in, uh, for this for a while. Anyways, so I write this story, mm. and I write how I think Riz Ahmed is a chameleon of an actor. Yeah. Kind of having a little fun with it. Costume is the chameleon. And everyone, and, the, and and I swear to God, I get a Google alert the next morning, and it's like, could Riz Ahmed be playing the chameleon? Nowhere in the piece did I suggest he would be playing the chameleon. Yes, I use the word chameleon on purpose to have a bit of fun, although I do think he is a chameleon of an actor, because we don't know what kind of Riz Ahmed we're going to get here. Yep. The little scrawny pipsqueak from Nick, from Nightcrawler? Yeah. Or the dude who fucking jacked up in prison at the end of night the night off? Yeah. You know? There's... A, a, a lot of different possible Riz Ahmeds, I, I think, could show up to this set. So we'll see. So we don't know. No, we don't know. Yeah. It would be nice to get some clarification from Sony, just generally. They, so they just say he's playing a popular Marvel character. I didn't ask if he was playing Carnage, nor did they deny it. It's weird that they had to clear it, like that they were sort of clarifying that mm. um, about the it's a popular Marvel character. Well, I imagine you wouldn't. I imagine you wouldn't cast him as an unpopular Marvel character. Brian, who works in sales. It's things like this that are just like, huh, okay. So, I don't fucking know. You're right, though. You're Um, right. They should just come out with it if if it is Carnage. Someone, uh, or people in the the chat room uh, have been asking, oh, in the chat, it's not really a chat room, that sounds really weird. Um, I feel like I was grooming people then. Um, I've been talking, going back to the camera and stuff, I was talking about Terminator earlier. Um, they were saying, are we going to talk about uh, Josh Brolin oh. this week? That's what I thought you were going when you brought up the James Cameron no, no, thing, No, I was, was going to get to that, and then we, we went off on a different okay. tangent. Um, but we'll we'll go back. Um, so, so, so Brolin put the story out there, right? I can only assume so. Uh, yes, um, and I believe it was Brolin. Apparently, uh, James Cameron offered him role in the Avatar sequels, and right. he turned it down, and Cameron was, was not happy he was about that. How, yeah. da- how dare how you? How dare you? But I'm like, I don't, I don't That's see... That's just it. hilarious. I don't <laughs> see anybody running towards the Avatar sequels. I, like, I Again, this is one of those right stories... Now, this is one of those stories that is... Admittedly, it's fun. It's fun to discuss. It is fun to he discuss. He was offered a role in Avatar. Why did he turn it down? What was the role? Yeah. James Cameron got mad. But, like, the whole... The the news is James Cameron got mad, right? It, well, it's not really Josh Brolin turns down Roland Avatar. It's James Cameron gets mad, right? Yeah. What do we expect? Do we expect him to offer a role to Josh Brolin? Josh Brolin says no, and he's supposed to be happy. It's like this is just common sense the industry, logic you know, stuff, you've be able to and it becomes rejection. news, right? But surely, his over the years, James Cameron will have had his his first choice next. That do, can't be a new one. What, for, what role do you think Jimmy it was? C. Do you think it's been filled yet? Do you think it's like Colonel Quartz? Do you think he wanted him for Stephen Lang's role? Yeah, because um, I mean, there was talk this week as well about Stephen Lang's character coming back in the sequels, and I'm like, well, he died. So was he offering Brolin a role in the sequels, or was it a role in the original that he turned down? I believe it's in the sequels. I okay, believe so it's then in it's the not then it's not Stephen Lang's character. Well, but but there was there was a story this week about Stephen Lang's character apparently yeah. being brought back, but obviously he died in. In the original Avatar, right? Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler, in case you haven't seen it in the last 10 years. Um, so maybe... He did. 
you know, maybe there was the the thing where, okay, well, we'll fill that gap with a new character with Josh Brolin. Now he's got Josh Brolin. He's kind of like, but who's a bit like Josh Brolin in that kind of physical sense. We'll get. I wonder if he was gonna, if, if maybe somebody is playing a younger Quaritch. That would be interesting. Yeah, that could have worked. Um, but also, we saw um, a Josh this week as uh, as Cable for the first. What'd time. you think? Oh, I like it. He looked pretty badass. I interviewed him a couple of weeks ago, actually, at D23, and he had his cable hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty sweet. A hipster haircut. Yeah. It lo- it's really suits I him. wish I could pull that off, by the way. Well, I kind of ha- have the reverse, because he's got it shaved at the <laughs> side and hair in the middle. I've got no hair in the middle and shaved and at the sides. Um, um, but yeah, so no, I, I'm, I think it looks really, really good. I'm, I'm really looking for... I was, I was kind of hopeful that Pierce Brosnan would do it. I think Joss will do a much better job, I think, in delivering the menace. Um, and I think he looks great. He does look great. He First of all, great. he looks fucking jacked. Uh, I but liked the photo. Jacked the... to the right degree. Not like almost where the rock sometimes looked like he's almost fucking inhuman. I was actually thought he was jacked to a scary degree. Oh, I was like, see, I think he's jacked Brolin, just to the... He, like 50 year old. He's got to be 50, right? I mean, how old is he? Yeah. Close something, to... something like that. Sure. Let's, I see Let's how Google old. it. I want to see how old Josh Brolin is. He's 49. Okay. Yeah. It's fucking 49. He'll, he'll be 50. Still, for 49, he's pretty good. 49 years old. I love the way that we that, You're not talk- supposed to get that ripped at 49, though. Like, he looked, he looks jacked. Yeah. I'm sure there are jacked 49-year-olds. I thought it was a great photo. Uh, the makeup looked really yeah. cool. I like the, the, the teddy bear. Again, like I tweeted, I think this movie just needs a worthy villain or villains mm. uh, because it wasn't... It wasn't that big a weakness of Deadpool, but, you know, he Ed Scrine didn't necessarily stand out, you know? No. So. No, I would, I would agree that. Um, while we're talking about Cameron, mm-hmm. um, a couple of people have responded to the Terminator stuff we were talking about earlier. Okay. Um, what are uh, they saying? They're saying, Jeff, shut the fuck Jeff, up and let Simon up. talk? <laughs> or are they saying, stop si- Simon, stop no. fucking talking about no, this? No, it's uh, Yaha Akbani uh, said, no need for Arnie and Terminator again. Let it go and reboot in a different direction. I say yes to that. <laughs> um, <clears throat> director Juice Black, I think the Terminator rights version is just for the U.S. territory due to the U.S. copyright law. The territories outside the U.S. I don't think revert back to him. I don't know about that. Do you know about that? Do I look like a fucking lawyer to you? No, no. Uh, my idea. Uh, this is from Zeno Hour. New Terminator series on Netflix, stroke Hulu that focuses on John Connor and the future war. I think that would work, kind of along the lines of the Sarah, Sarah Connor Chronicles. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Th- this is honestly the only way to do it. You get rid of the Connors. You get rid of Arnold. You you have at, you start completely fresh. This thing is so fucking stale. Yeah, we have been seeing Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminators movies literally since I was born, nineteen eighty four. 1984. So it is time to say goodbye to Arnold. Let him go. Yeah. Get rid of that. the Connor stuff. Whole new mythology. We've seen the Connors in for, for again, six or seven movies in a TV show. Make it a sitcom. Blow it up. How I characters. Met My Terminator. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Just yeah. like Bumblebee. Yeah. I'm telling you. Do, do <laughs> Don't with, get me started on Bumblebee. Do again. a Terminator what you're doing with Bumblebee. A couple of other things. Uh, Miles Pardo uh, says James Cameron is the master, so in him I trust. Glad he's got the rights back. Um, Ajani Deacon says, uh, are you going to talk about Josh Brolin Avatar News? We've just done that. Uh, yeah, and also, someone asked, uh, let me just go back a little bit. Um, it was Zeno Hour asking, uh, going back to Star Wars, which you spoke about at the top of the show, you thoughts guys. on the Porgs backlash? There's no Porgs backlash. There, I, uh, I have not seen a Porgs backlash, nor should there be one. It's re- preposterous. Porgs are adorable. I love them. Yeah, no, I think, and if you if you... 
think that Porgs are a shitty Star Wars character? <laughs> oh, I've got some inf inside information about another Star Wars movie, and you think if that's a shitty character, hold on to your pants. If you think that's a shitty character, go go watch so, The Last Mimsy. You have um, is that a porno? Yes, actually. Okay. Sounds sounds like a porno. Uh, the Porgs are adorable. Get out yeah, of here do, with they that are super shit. Cute. Come They're going to be the memes that you're going to be seeing for Dude, the next Blade nine Dude, Blade Runner's months. rated R. Yeah, saw this this week. Very excited. Bit of a birthday treat for me. It comes out uh, when I turn 20. Uh. I have to say, I'm a little surprised. This movie really? is expensive. Yeah. This is a an expensive movie. Uh -huh. I was having a conversation with one of my high school buddies. We were having a, a movie podcast, but he doesn't know movies. Right. I mean, he likes to think he does, but he doesn't. He'd never heard of Blade Runner. And here's the thing. Does, I, does I don't think he's alone. Live, does he live in a cave? He's a lawyer in D.C., but, like, honestly, when I think of my high school buddies, I bet maybe one or two have seen Blade Runner out of 11 guys. My brothers, they haven't seen Blade Runner. My parents, they haven't seen Blade Runner. Your dad would love Blade Runner. I would I, love to I hear your dad's so. commentary of Blade I, Runner. I, I think this is a real fucking risk for Warner Brothers and Alcon. I can't wait to see how it performs, how it's going to open. Uh, and the R rating only serves to be more restrictive, although it also it suggests a cooler movie. So, well. yeah, I mean, I'm I'm Blade Runner. When I when I first saw Blade Runner, um, I hated it. I really hated I'm it. I'm not a big Blade Runner fan myself. Um, but I watched it many many times. Um, you know, over the, sort of the following years, and I actually I, I I really like it now. It's not one of my favorite films, but I do really like it. It looks gorgeous. I'm genuinely really excited about this. I am glad that. From the look of the film, I think the fact that it's going to be R-rated, I think, is going to work very well. And and having previously experienced, obviously, it's going to it might affect it in different markets because the rating systems are different. Say in the UK, for exactly That's who fair. has access to these mm -hmm. films. But R-rated movies over here. I remember I've, I've told you this story previously, where when I went to see Deadpool on opening week with with my wife and some friends, um, there were kids in there who were like you know high school uh, yeah. and you know possibly younger and their parents were taking them to see it mm -hmm. if you're an r-rated film in the u.s it doesn't stop you taking younger people in there it just means you have to have someone for, for those people who perhaps aren't aware of the rating system over here you just have to have someone who is 17 or older to go and see it with you so what simon is saying is that he will take any 17 year old no. to see blade runner no that would be like just, can you like to just dm simon and he will no. escort you to the theater no that can you imagine like the pied piper of pedophiles <laughs> yes no <laughs> that is Let's go see please blade if you're runner. 17 or or anything around that age unless you're an adult don't <laughs> contact me online and ask me to take you to the theater because that no don't that stuff that's a very bad idea <laughs> that jeff of all your ideas that is possibly the worst um but yeah no i think it's great because i think if they're going to go hard with this movie i think they're going hard with this is fine I, I think it might mean they lose you know kind of isolate a little bit of the audience but i think those people who want to see it uh, of any age group they'll just still go and see it listen i'm gonna you see know? this movie for two reasons are you ready denny and ryan uh, that's it yeah I'm 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 really really I was very nervous about this when it was announced. I thought it was kind of a shitty idea. I didn't think they needed to do a sequel, uh, having seen what I've seen so far, and mm. I'm now stopped engaging with that publicity. I'm I'm excited yeah, about it. And I did the, the, the Comic Con thing, um, oh, the experience of Comic Con, and that was great. But I um, I really want to. It looks jaw dropping. Yeah, it looks really really cool. So I'm excited about it. Um, Chaos Walking is a movie that's coming together pretty nicely. Have you been paying attention to this? The what was that, sorry? Chaos Walking. 
No, I have not. The Tom Holland Daisy Ridley movie. Okay. With Mads as the villain. Uh, it got Demian Bashir and Kurt Sutter to play Tom Holland's adoptive fathers. Nice. Uh, Demian's an Oscar nominee. Kurt Sutter, uh, I didn't realize that he is really an actor, but mm. uh, I think that's kind of interesting. And then Nick Jonas is going to be playing, I think, Mads's son. Okay. Um, who and and Matt and he's sort of jealous of Tom Holland because Mads has, has sort sort of mentors him. I don't know. That's a hell of a fucking cast for a YA movie. Nick Jonas was great in Kingdom. Yeah, I don't watch Kingdom, but I know Curl loves that show. Mm. Um, it's supposed to be fantastic. You really, you really, uh, you're into that? Yeah, I thought I thought he was really really good. I'll bring you a poster next week. I have a poster for Kingdom. Oh, cool. Okay. Uh, sure. Um, but yeah, no, I I that that uh, from what you've just told me. Hmm? Sounds strong. Sounds like a really strong game. It's a good lineup. I like Nick Jonas as like a potential young villain. What are we looking uh, at on a release date for that? I have no idea. I forget. 12 to 6. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Lion King's been voice casting up. Yes. We had a discussion about this last week. Uh, then... We did what? Ch- Chiwetel mm-hmm. for Scar? Yeah. It yeah. got Alfre Woodard and John uh, Kenny as Sarabi and Rafiki this week. Yeah. Um, and all we're waiting for is Nala. And I don't know. My snidey, snidey senses are tingling about Beyonce. I think. I mean, gotta be Beyonce, right? Gotta be at this. I mean, if if she's the one character you haven't announced, you can just. It feels like you're saving the best for last, and it's going to be a huge announcement tied to the soundtrack. There was that some Beyonce site had some details about the negotiations Mm. that felt a little too accurate, like. Just, like, too uh, detailed to be incorrect. So when's it going to drop? I'm going to say I think they're going to announce it Labor Day weekend because I think they want a story that they know is going to dominate. Own the Labor Day weekend. Own the Labor Day weekend because right. we're in the silly season for news right now. Right, I, I think she's story. possibly the, the best prep your Beyonce celebrity in the world. Certainly up there in the top five. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think you go for it when you've got a big story like that, you have a quiet weekend and you go boom and you dominate. You know what? That's why this kid should be... He should be in PR. Give this kid a job. <laughs> I, I'll tell you a story, actually. I've just joined a, a campaign for something, so I'll just... What? Yeah. You know, just oh, 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 oh. So, yeah, We're talking about the thing for Hawaii, or no? No, no, no. That's something oh. separate. In, in humans, was oh, okay, something completely separate. separate. Yeah. Um, all right, all right. Uh, a few other things. Okay, did you see the Mother trailer? Yes. Holy shit! Yeah. I had to buy uh, new pants twice this week. Dude, that looks fucking unreal. It's really good. For me, it puts Jennifer Lawrence back on track. Mm -hmm. Because I was worried that she was... She's been apologizing for Passengers all week. Yeah. Honey, that wasn't a good movie, but you don't have anything to apologize for. I don't understand that. that. The don't problem yeah. with Passengers, as we said at the time, was the fact that it was a movie that had obviously been kind of sitting around. We know it was a blacklist script for a long time. And then two people came along there. They knew a bankable. They shoved them in it. And for some reason, a wasted Lawrence Fishburne. And then... But people... that, that The narrative out, about that shat became a, a, a rape movie, essentially. It, it felt like yeah. he was, you know, raping her by waking her up early or, you know, killing her, essentially. Yeah. It was a violation. Yeah. And... That's what makes the whole fucking movie interesting. I couldn't believe the criticism that that movie got for it. That's the whole fucking hook. That's the point. Yeah. Um, it would be the same movie without that, and I don't think that she has to apologize for the backlash against that. She chose a very uh, highly touted script mm-hmm. uh, and a very highly regarded co-star uh, and a hot filmmaker. So, yeah, crazy. Anyways, the mother looks yeah, terrific, it does and look it's amazing. probably—I don't know if it'll put her back in the awards race. 
Uh, the Academy always discriminates against horror movies. And to be clear, this looks like a fucking horror movie, right? I I would class it as a horror movie, yeah. Looks like Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. It looks like Javier has moved her out to a remote house. They're going to have this lovely lifestyle. And then people start showing up at the house one at a time. And it's because they know she's going to like give birth to something, yeah. probably. I, again, I, I don't know the specifics, and I love that Paramount has kept a lid on it, and that we don't know too much about it, and it has an air of mystery to mm. it. Um, this when seems I, like a really fun follow When movie. I got the email this week, it was like, Mother Trailer. I was like, is this like about Mike Pence's wife? Because he calls his wife Mother. Mm. I was like, I don't want to watch that. It's a good joke. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry, there's plenty more where that came from. A lot from. of Mike Pence humor here hey, on Meet hey, the Movie hey, Press. Hey, if you want, where <laughs> movies meet Pence. Meet the movie Pence. <laughs> Come on. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying. Come on. I, I appreciate that. Uh, I'm very trying. It, 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 the mother looks great. No, watch it does that. Look go, amazing. Watch, go watch and that trailer. Talking of trailers, yeah. we'll get back to Jennifer Lawrence in a second. Yeah, yeah. The um, there was another trailer that dropped this week. Um, Our Souls at Night trailer. Now. Say it, say it slower. Our I, Souls at Night. Uh, but Say it faster. <laughs> This is the thing. In the UK, you'd say our souls at night, which is assholes at night. Assholes. Assholes at night. Assholes at night. Maybe a little Boston to it, too. Assholes at night. Assholes. Yo, can I have two for assholes at night? Assholes. <laughs> Somebody in marketing maybe didn't think that through correctly. It's based on a, on a bestseller, right? So, oh. yeah. yeah, but maybe a lot of people who bought assholes at night. <laughs> Did. That'll be the parody. That'll be the porno version. Start. Yeah. And it could be like assholes. an older, a mature porno. Yeah. Uh, assholes, assholes at, at night. night. I like that. Yeah. I, you think I it sounds like a nature program, there. doesn't this it? This was a very nice trailer. Uh, there were no yeah. words in it, I don't believe. It's no just assholes either. Her, it's just Jane Fonda. There were no assholes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jane Fonda yeah. is just nuzzling up to Robert Redford. And it's this very sweet moment. And, and reading the description of it, it's about a guy who has lost his wife and his neighbor who has lost her husband. And, you know, they know they've only got so many years left, and this is their twilight years, and it's like, shit, let's make the most of it and shack up. Yeah. Rather than be lonely, living next door to each other. I think that could be a pretty good hit with, yeah. the, with the older audience. Which, you know, I'm actually... I'm if actually... they can figure out how to use Netflix. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I can, see them, I can see all these people who aren't very clear with the internet are going, Google our souls at night. Oh, my God! Oh, God! Put safe search on. Start, you should start a Tumblr. I should do. That'll um, be good. I won't be working on that campaign. You, do, do box office. Okay, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get that. But after, we, we were talking about Jennifer Lawrence a second ago. Um, okay. Lionsgate CEO, um, John Feltheimer. Do you remember about a year ago, he said, what we're going to do with Power Rangers is we're going to make like seven of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this, this time uh, in his company address, uh, he said... Um, there could be more Twilight and Hunger Games movies. Hey, you gotta um, tell investors something, because right? Because there are plenty of stories to tell. Um, now, I, I don't... I mean, there, yes, I get that there are more stories to tell in those worlds. I don't know if audiences really want to hear the stories. I mean, if if you... I think, are there new... Like, are there new Twilight people? Are, are kids, like, still reading... Twilight, or was that just a fad? That's the thing. I don't think they, I don't think they are, and I think that audience has moved on, and I'm not sure 
the new audience for those films would be particularly invested. And I think a lot of people were invested in that because of Edward and Bella, not necessarily because it was they loved Twilight or they loved so many. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. And I think if you take, you've got to have a really good, a really good idea to want to take that forward, and you've got to find a new audience for that. And I'm not entirely sure that audience is currently there. And more stories in the Hunger Games audience is universe. Isn't that kind of just going to be more Hunger Games with different people in it? Because the whole idea right. of the Hunger Games is that they're in the Hunger Games, so that's just more Hunger Games rather than new stories and new characters. I don't see Jennifer Lawrence returning to the Hunger Games. No, no, in, in any shape or form. Definitely not. I mean, maybe Josh Hutcherson might come back, but I don't. I don't know. I just. I don't I know if anybody would come like, back. I don't know. I don't. The general response that I I, I, I just I just don't like from don't, people was. No, who, I don't know. Who cares? I don't. I don't care about. I never saw a Twilight movie. Never. And I guess the I did. The first one's actually I okay. Saw, I saw every Hunger Games movie. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, by the well, end. I was it, done with it by the end. Yeah, yeah, by the end it was like, holy shit, get me out of here. Yeah. Um, but they, they tried They tried already with the um, uh, Divergent stuff, and audiences weren't engaging in that. I think the whole YA kind of film stuff is really, there have been a lot of films in the YA genre that have, really done badly over the well, last we'll couple of years. We'll see how Chaos Walking that does. That bubble's burst. The, but, YA we'll has become a much, like, a lower budget thing. Like, the everything, everythings. Uh, and, and, you know, like, that early June slot. I know Chloe, Chloe Grace Moretz had one. Fifth Wave. No, was not that, that one. It was, the, it was like, you know, sick weepies and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Fifth Wave was a, was a bomb, but yeah. uh, that was a January or February movie. I'm talking about the June yeah. one. Um, anyways. Do you want to do box office now? Yeah, please. Okay, fine. Please. Uh, so, um, three kind of big, bigger films coming out this week, major releases. Um, let's start, first of all, with The Glass Castle. I know you, uh, one of your guys did a review on the, the tracking board for mm-hmm. this. Uh, what do they think? I think they gave it like a B minus. Okay. It wasn't actually that bad a review. Oh, it was okay. I didn't. It, yeah. I, I saw it a couple of weeks ago. I, I didn't really blow me away. Um, it's looking at a, a quite a soft opening of about five million. Yeah. This week, which I think is kind of about not right. Good. I don't really see it. An- another another not good much. movie for Naomi Watts. Which is a shame because it's actually a really really good and interesting story, and there are some really good and interesting performances in it. It just for me, it for something that's meant to be emotional and touch you. I didn't find it particularly emotional, and it didn't touch and me. It's about breaking um, the cycle of, yeah, uh, of, of alcoholism, right? Um, yeah, and I think if you probably connect to that story, you you will feel more about it, but it didn't work for me, which okay. is a shame. Uh, also, The Nut Job 2, Nutty by Nature. Nutty by Nature. Much Told as you I, I hate you. Uh, yeah, so that's know. looking at... It's the sequel Hip-hop-ry. to uh, The Nutty Job, uh, The Nut Job from about, oh God, was it three years ago uh which took about 120.9 million globally it made 19.4 i have written down the the first weekend 19.4 million it opened with looking at about 15 million uh opening this weekend which is okay which is fine you know it's not not too bad i don't know if we'll see a third one i'm quite surprised we saw a second one but there you go not doing really well with critics but i don't think that matters um (laughs) it's not doing well with critics no um, but I don't think the matters. reviews were embargoed until like till two hours after it already opened yeah. on the East Coast, so not a good sign. Uh, Annabelle Creation is the big one this week. Um, I, I saw this on Monday, Tuesday. 
Tuesday. Uh, Animal Creation, it took 4 million last night in previews. It's looking at a weekend of about 25 million, uh, which is which is decent. Um, comparing it to the previous openings in the Conjuring universe, uh, Annabelle, the first one, which was terrible, uh, 37.1 million. Uh, Conjuring, the first one, was 41.9 million. Uh, Conjuring 2 was 40.4 million. So it's below those. I would like to see it do 30, and I think it could do, because I'll be honest with you, I, I saw this. It's genuinely very, very scary. It's tense. It's scary. Mm-hmm. Um, I think David's done a fantastic job with this, especially considering how awful the first Annabelle movie was. Um, he's really revitalized this Conjuring universe. I did not like the Conjuring 2. I did not like the first Annabelle movie. I really like the first Conjuring movie. It's more like the conjuring okay uh, in, in tension and i think the, the great i've heard this one's a lot better than, than it's, the first it's, one it's not just a I'm great movie not... in the universe it's 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 a really good horror movie okay. really really good I, I i've heard it's so you know drew, drew reviewed it yesterday for us and he yeah. said it was okay no, I really that the it. scares were very proficient yeah um but that you know once you figure out how they're designed it's not that scary and you just didn't care t- about the family uh well Kind of. Um, I mean, I I'm not, not going to see this movie either way. I don't think all of the younger characters are as well drawn as each other. Um, I think where they need to be, they are. Um, I think some of the characters are a little bit superfluous. Mm. But I think the scares are really good. They're really solid. I think it uses cliches of the genre really, really well. It never becomes cliched. Um, but I, I think it, I think it's, uh, David's done a really, really good job with this. Um, and, you know, I, I would like to see him, if they do do another Annabelle movie or another one in the Conjuring Galaxy, I would like to see him involved in some way. Lights Out was great. This is great. Um, it makes me Lights very excited Out to see. Lights Out was great, you just said? I really enjoyed Lights Out. Holy shit. I thought shit, it was really, really Simon. good. Jesus Christ. Well... This is why we have differences of oh, opinion. Holy shit. I really enjoyed that. Um, uh, but yeah, okay. so I, I thought this was great. Well, you know, there is no <laughs> right or wrong. There's just opinion. Um, apart from that, obviously, you think I'm wrong. But that's <laughs> yeah. where you're wrong. Uh, Lights yeah. out, folks. Yeah, I enjoyed that. A um, lot of good indies out uh, yeah. this week. Yeah. What a good time, right? With Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Did you see it? Uh, I have not seen it's, it. No. It's half of a great movie. Okay. That first half is... You're like, holy fucking shit, this mm. is amazing. And then it just hits a wall. Oh. Um, those guys are talented, though. Keep mm. an eye on the Safety brothers. They are going places. The Trip to Spain comes out. I do want to see this. Yep. This may be my favorite British film series. I mean, Steve Coogan and Rob, Rob Brydon just doing yep. impressions and ragging on each other uh, across the world. Doesn't get better than that. Yep. Uh, Ingrid Goes West, I believe, is out this week with Aubrey Plaza and Elizabeth Olsen. Yep. That's a really good movie. Did you see that one? I have not Dude, seen that check one. that out. Didn't get invited. See your... Uh, man. Speak up. Call call me on next time. We'll do. Call around. We'll do. Uh, and I think Wind River is expanding, too. Did, you see, uh, did we talk about that one last uh, we week? We touched on it last week. I, I haven't seen that one. You um, gotta get to the theater and see that, man. So you're wasting your time on bad movies. I gotta... I gotta, hey, gotta get you to see the good ones. The Indies. Um and then okay wait let's just recap last weekend so Dark Tower yeah nineteen million yeah. right not good no that not so good at there all. had never been a not holding very there well either over there the hadn't week. been a movie that grossed under twenty million and won the box office since mm. I believe it was nineteen ninety eight mm-hmm. it's been like tw- uh, almost twenty years um and like compared to the first weekend last August it was yeah. Suicide Squad which did one hundred and thirty four million so the box office is way down. 
Um, the nineteen million is actually not a terrible start for Dark Tower, mm. considering all the bad buzz. Because it was relatively cheap, you think of it as the, a franchise title, but the truth is, it costs about a third of what one of those movies costs. Yeah. Um, so I think Dark Tower will be okay. I don't know if we're ever going to get a sequel. I don't know. You know, they, they say that unlikely. TV show is happening, but I guess we'll see. Um, I'll, I'll be curious to see how the international lands on Dark Tower. But you're mm. right, not a good hold this weekend. Not a good What's hold. What's going to come all. in at like seven, something like that? Oof. It's going to drop really quite heavily. Uh, Netflix and Amazon making moves this week. David Letterman, yeah, going to Netflix. Yeah, that's kind of exciting. Are you, were you a Letterman guy or a Leno guy? Uh, Letterman. I was a Leno guy. Not surprised. I'm not surprised either. You're you're an intelligent, sophisticated guy, and. I'm a crass bon- well, Bostonian. Unless I like Annabelle Creation, and then, and I'm an a-hole. <laughs> well, yes, you have uh, your... terrible taste in horror <laughs> movies, but yeah. <laughs> everything else on the money, <laughs> totally on the money. Hey, hey, I am allowed to flip flop. This is you my are. show. Yeah, uh, and Amazon picking up the Lucille Ball it's movie starring Kate uh, Blanchett. It is our show. It is yeah. our show. But I get to flip flop when it's about you. Yeah, that's all. That's true. Um, Jennifer Garner. Starring in Peppermint, this is like a her her John Wick, yeah, her Atomic Blonde. What do you think about that? Well, fine, but uh, you know, uh, uh, audiences haven't gone crazy for Atomic Blonde, and that's what Charlie is. I'm not a Jen Garner fan. Sorry, I don't think audiences are Jen Garner fans. I am now. not. I didn't watch Alias. Uh, I don't. It just this is like she's over the she's over the hill. I, I don't know why you would do this with her. Honestly, I don't I don't think she's it's a highly touted script. It's an odd choice, and I think if you uh, Charlie Theron is is hot again right now, and if audiences right. aren't From engaging in Atomic Blonde in the way that perhaps it it was thought that they might yeah, do, what, if you've got Jen Garner in the lead role for that kind of thing. You're not starting. I mean, off she from looks a great like she's place. in great shape and takes yeah. care of herself and everything. I yeah. just, she's not a feature draw at all. I, I don't no, know why. Age, no, her age has nothing to do with it for me. I just don't think she's that. Not many she people never, go. I'll tell you what we need more right now: Jennifer Garner movies. She's yeah. She's she's, she's not, a little TV for me. I don't know. I get the the fact that she wants to reinvent herself. Obviously, after Electra, she then went and she did like you know loads more I think she's drama just trying and, to and beat Ben at his own game, stuff like that. It didn't work last time, did it? With Daredevil and Elektra. That, didn't, that was a long that time ago. And this, well. is the, this is obviously a very different kind of thing. Peppermint is supposed to be pretty cool. I was just surprised that they, that they ended up going with Jen Garner. Considering I'm happy how for many, her to prove you know, us wrong. Big actresses but there I'm not, are. I'm not feeling I, that. I feel like Amy Adams is looking to do something like this, too. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Amy Adams uh, ask kicker. Everybody wants to be like that Emily Blunt now. Yeah. That Emily Blunt Edge of Tomorrow role is very is going to be very popular. Margot Robbie's doing uh, something like that too. Um, and now and then the, uh, I broke the news this week. Nicole Kidman is going to do Karen Kasama's new movie Destroyer. Yes. Very mysterious title. Uh, we're not quite sure what it's about, but the way that she has talked about it and the writers have talked about it or whatever. Yeah. Uh, sounds like they think that they have something special on their hands, and getting Nicole Kidman would certainly suggest that they do. Yeah. She's picking some really interesting projects. She's red right hot now. right now. Yeah. Red hot. Really interesting projects. Not all of them are turning out to be box office gold, exactly, but the um, 
the projects are really interesting. The beguiled, so, like she thought the beguiled was gonna no, compete I with was, Transformers, but I really just dis- really disappointed with the box office that, for the beguiled because that was a good movie, and it didn't. There was a lot of buzz for it when men, it was men coming were not out, and it just didn't land. Um, Shame. Mia Jovovich. Yes. The Blood Queen in Hellboy. Which we find out is the full title. Uh, Hellboy Rise Rise of the Blood Queen, yes. Uh, Thoughts on this one? Um, I'm okay with it. I was really tired. I I, I enjoyed the Resident Evil franchise. The last couple of movies were really bad. You're not helping yourself with me right now. (laughs) No, no, no. But My favorite in in the franchise is the third one. I really enjoyed that movie. First one was good. Second was not so good. Everything post three was not good. Ask me how many I've seen. I'm guessing none. None is the answer. Yeah, I'm guessing. Okay. Um, I, I like her. I think she is can do really good action stuff. I don't I would have gone for someone who was more of a draw as the villain. I don't think she is a draw. Her and Beck I mean her and Beckinsale are draws crowd. And that, that and crowd is the Hellboy crowd. S- uh, yeah, this is a very savvy so. casting. I guess so. But it's a B movie casting yeah. is what it is. It keeps Hellboy relegated to the this is for fans of Resident Evil, this is for fans of Underworld. It doesn't mm. expand the audience yeah. for Hellboy, nor does David Harbour's casting, quite frankly. Um, I, I, listen, this is destined to be a, a cheapo, Lionsgate, forgettable movie. I hate to tell you. I mean, Neil Marshall, interesting director, hasn't really... I don't know if he's put it together. I mean, I guess he did The Descent, right? He did. That's really yeah. good. Um, but, but that yeah, was some of the probably other the, stuff. Last, the last great movie that he did. Yeah, so... I guess the jury's out. We'll have to wait and see. I just don't have a lot of faith in this Hellboy movie. It's just not for me. But yeah, I'm glad you're excited about it. Well, yeah, I am. I'm still, I'm, I'm still on board with it. But I would have liked to have seen someone that was a bit with more, more weight, e- more yeah, dramatic, really weight. elevated it from that a better beat. actor. I agree with you. The fact that it sounds actor. like a B level movie at the moment, but yeah. Um, let's talk about Chris Pratt. Not okay, okay, yeah, yeah. not his relationship stuff. Yeah, I, 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 that's where no, you're going with that. Let's not talk. That's about right. That. Cowboy Ninja Viking got a release date. What is yeah, it? Simon? It's 2019. Um, if you don't know what it is, uh, that does not surprise me. Uh, it's <laughs> amazingly based on a comic book, um, <laughs> and Chris Pratt will play uh, the Cowboy Ninja Viking, who is a third cowboy, a third ninja, and a third Viking. Kind of like you. Yeah. You People often say that. Yes. You're a cowboy. It's like, yes, I am. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so he's apparently the only one that possesses all three disciplines um, and combines all three. Um, I, I, okay. Um, I mean, this could be great. Director dependent. That's what they call this in the biz. Director yeah. at execution dependent. We'll see who ends up I, with this job. I can see this shifting from 2019 and maybe Chris not staying with the project. Yeah, I can definitely see that, too. I can, I can see I can Chris see dropping happening. out of this. Um, He's been with it a long time, though. you think if he was going to drop out, he would have already. So. This might be his little vanity project that he wants to do, that he wants to stay with for a while. This, to me... Now, when I heard about Guardians of the Galaxy for the first time, I was I thought it was a stupid idea. I turned out to be horribly wrong. It was Guardians of the Galaxy was a great movie. This, I think, sounds pretty bad. Um, I think unless they do an excellent job with it, they, they could have a little bit of a stinker on their hands uh, that thinks it's cooler and funnier than it actually is. Um, Again, okay, we'll see. we'll see. Maybe we'll be talking about it in 2019. 
Yeah. I am not going to hold my breath. Uh, we are hitting the end of the show, so let's just run down some quick headlines. Netflix picked up the Coen Brothers' Buster Scruggs. Yep. That big, ambitious TV project, confirming yep. uh, my scoop that Tim Blake Nelson will play the title mm-hmm. character. Uh, Netflix also renewed Glow for a second season. Did you watch yes. that yet? I have not watched it yet. Dude, I'm, I'm get down, on that. I'm going to download it on Netflix, and I'm going to watch it. It's a lot of fun. Yep. Uh, Selena Gomez got the last role in that Woody Allen movie. There were yes. three leads. I broke the news a couple weeks ago that it was going to be Elle Fanning and Timothy Chalamet. Selena Gomez getting the third role very interesting from Spring Breakers to Woody. Yeah. Uh, Melissa McCarthy is going to produce and star in a movie about the first female Boston cops, and it's a drama this time. It's not like The Heat. She already played a Boston cop yeah. in The Heat. Um, and that's kind of interesting, mm-hmm. right? Could you can you see her play like actually being in like a fucking cop drama? I'd like to see her doing it. Yeah, you know. And I, to be honest with you, as much as I enjoy um, her doing her comedy stuff, I think it needs to find something else to add to yes. it. Aside from the fact she that she's a larger in lady, Saint Vincent. I, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, she was great. I, I want to see her do more drama. That was a great uh, movie. If you haven't seen Saint Vincent, you really should. I agree watch with it. you. Yeah, Seth Gordon, uh, the director of Baywatch, uh, which again did not do very well um, no. this year. Did I, okay I, internationally. Okay. But domestically, I don't. Was not I good. have given Seth Gordon his his share of shit. I don't think very highly of him as a director, but yeah. I will give him props. Uh, he signed on to do this movie Tulia, which has been in uh, yeah. development for a long time, mm-hmm. kicking around Hollywood. Uh, that's that you know that that is an important uh, drama, and I'm just glad that someone is picking up the ball and running with it, uh, even if it is Seth. I think it'll 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 be good, a good change of pace for him doing a drama, just like we were talking about with Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. So I wish him the best of luck, and I'm willing to give that movie a fair shake. Uh, I broke the news that Chad Chad Hardigan, the guy who did Morris from America, yep. he's going to do this really interesting sci-fi romance for a good universe called Departure. Check out that logline on the site. Gillian Jacobs is going to play uh, a teacher having a, a sexy affair with a, a student in. A beautiful game. Which, actually, there was a story uh, in London um, about a student who had an affair with... A, it happens a, all the a time. This is a, America's people, yeah. the land of that. It uh, is, yeah. Good Christian country. Netflix also bought Mark Millar's, uh, Miller's Mil- uh, Miller World. Yep. That's a big deal. That was a, that was a lot of buzz around They're going to be starting their own, like... Uh, you know, comic book universe, I imagine, yeah. with uh, you know some of his properties. Ruth Nega from Loving, yeah, she joined Ad Astra, the Brad Pitt movie. She's really good. Uh, Aladdin added Marwan Kanzari as Jafar, and yeah. Nassim Padrad also joined as a new character. Mm-hmm. I thought uh, a really interesting spec that we had a listing for on the site about. It's called the Tape, and it's about the uh, legendary exhibition game that Michael Jordan played with Magic Johnson. Okay, while training for the '92 Olympics. Interesting. Uh, so that's cool. I just want. A couple quick plugs before we sign off. Uh, I thought the Ringers um, they started a new podcast called The Rewatchables, mm-hmm. where they it's just they just discuss old movies that are so rewatchable. It kicked off last night mm-hmm. with A Few Good Men, mm-hmm. and I watched A Few Good Men after listening to the podcast. So definitely check that out. Okay, rewatch A Few Good Men. Why not? It's uh, a great movie, and it's also number two. Spoiler alert: number two on our list of the best. 25 movies from 25 years ago, a feature I've been working on since I started at the tracking board, and seven months later, it's finally ready. That will go up today. So check that out at tracking-board.com. I am... One one more topic I just want to touch on very quickly before we finish. Um, Something a lot of people have been talking about this week is Disney. You were talking about Netflix. Yeah. uh, Removing their content uh, from Netflix. Yeah, that is a big discussion. What do you think about that? We can't not talk about it. I mean, it's... 
I think it's inevitable that Disney was going to start its own streaming service. I think all the studios are going to start their own yeah. streaming services. I hope that Disney doesn't start splitting them up into, well, you need to pay five ninety nine for Marvel. You need to pay five ninety nine for Lucasfilm. You need to be five ninety nine yeah. for, for Pixar. Because that is the opposite. That's why people are cutting the cords. Because shit is getting too fucking expensive. So yeah. we'll see how, all, how, how much all this stuff costs. Um, but there obviously, there was news today. There is talk still ongoing with Netflix about leaving some of the Marvel and Lucasfilm stuff up there. Uh, you know, Disney obviously makes money off mm. those licensing fees, things like that. It's important for Netflix to have that stuff. Um, so, yeah, that's what I think. I mean, I, I, it's, it's no real surprise. Disney, um, about two years ago in Europe, said that they were going to be launching their own streaming service. They were going to be putting all of their stuff on there. So this is kind of an expansion of that. It's obviously a global kind of thing. No real surprise. I think it'll put pressure on Netflix to add in um, some, I think, more... Uh, classic retro content and some new stuff that they want to create themselves. So I think that's a good thing. But as you say, a lot of it, you know, things like the Marvel series and stuff like that will likely stay on Netflix. Uh, the current situation is... At least until 20, 2019. There's a yeah, lot of time to get this stuff time figured, to figured out. Yeah, yeah. You'll still be able to watch Zootopia until then. Yeah. So we, uh, we that is going to do it for us today, yeah. folks. Uh, make sure to uh, keep tuning into the Popcorn Talk Network. There's a lot of other shows uh, yeah. here on AfterBuzz. Um, rate, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. Simon, where can the good folks find you? Uh, you can find me on twitter and instagram at showbiz simon uh, you can find me i've got my facebook page this is simon thompson you can also uh hit a couple of examples of my work forbes this week talk about the uh, I, uh the it experience that's coming to uh, hollywood which i'm experiencing on sunday me too and also the oh cool and the terror tram um at universal studios halloween Horror simon Nights. now i know i can grab onto you if i get scared i'm jeff snyder editor-in-chief of the tracking board no tracking hyphen board.com at the end snyder on social media have a great weekend folks Annabelle Creation. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. You haven't even seen it. Shut up. Give it a chance. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principal.